Hey, beautiful souls, it's Mickey Sachiko. There's no one-size-fits-all approach to wellness. That's why there's this podcast, so we can all explore different lessons and find out what may work for you and maybe your loved ones too. And we call this Wellnessable, or wellness is possible. I mean, anything is possible if we put in the work. So enough about the intro and let's learn together. Hey there, beautiful souls. Welcome to Wellnessable, a podcast about learning. This is your friend, Mickey Sachiko. Wellnessable is from the words, wellness is possible, which is something I came up with back in 2018 to push myself and others in achieving life and wellness goals. So wherever you are in your journey in achieving those goals, we are in this together, my friend. With the help of different co-hosts on each episode, we'll talk about real-life lessons you can listen to on the go and easily apply in your day-to-day lives. Let's dive into it. Glowing or healthy skin is one of the perfect gifts you can give to yourself or to your loved ones. And since I need to be healthy, I'm dropping by here in Aphrodite Clinic, one of my happy places. Their clinic is known for being safe, clean, and 100% when it comes to customer service. And really, they will help you out figure out the best service and treatment for your face, skin, and hair. And they do more than just derma services because they also have other medical services for practically everyone. Now, if you're late for your skincare game, don't worry, they can still bring out the best in you para ma-achieve mo ang beautiful skin goals mo. So visit Aphrodite Clinic now in Visayas Avenue in Quezon City and get the best treatment packages and enjoy special promos. Hey, beautiful souls, it's Mickey Sachiko, and today we are back for another exciting episode. And I'm so grateful because today we have Dr. Athena Emmanuel Maliari. Um, she is a graduate of the, at the, of the University of Santo Tomas Faculty of Medicine and Surgery, and she finished her dermatology residency training at the East Avenue Medical Center. And is a PDS board certified dermatologist. And currently she is specializing in both aesthetic procedures and also medical dermatology where and she treats diseases of the skin, hair, and nail. And did you guys know that she also goes by the name of Dr. Pimple Popper, which I think is kind of incredibly witty. <laughs> I'm super, super excited for us to be sharing with you all a ton of tips about how you can look after your skin health. But first of all, Welcome, Dr. Athena. Hi, everyone. And hi, Miss Mickey. Thank you for inviting me here. Awesome. I am grateful. Again, uh, this is going to be a very important topic because for the past couple of years, it had been extremely stressful to a lot of us. And obviously, that most of people, and you know, if not all, have really experienced either one or a couple or, or more 
skin challenges during the pandemic. I'm one of those. And today we're going to deep dive into several um, skin issues uh, as well as your insights and your tips. And I, I know you're very passionate about this. No, my number one question to you, Doc, is that, so you work for Aphrodite Clinic, right? I'm wondering, so for, um, for the past couple of years, let's just do a bit of like uh, uh, statistics here. <laughs> what was the mm-hmm. most common complaints that you guys have you know, gotten from your clients there? Okay. Understand. So, uh, yeah, this picture. Yeah. So recently we had COVID, so the pandemic. So so during the pandemic, we saw COVID-related cases. So we have what I usually get in my clinic are mask knee cases. So those are pimples around the area of the mask. So patients come in um, for book a teleconsultation or face-to-face. Um, consultation with me regarding mask me. So usually the healthcare workers or the ones who wears mask all day long are the ones uh, complaining of mask me. So another one that uh, a very common complaint of patients are hair fall. So um, patients uh, who experience COVID, like um, a few weeks after COVID, they notice uh, increase in hair fall. So that is their concern. And then actually hair fall also is actually, can be actually due to stress related um, because of the pandemic itself, maybe because of anxiety and all that. So I think the most common complaints that I get um, in my clinic is um, mask knee or pimples around the area of the mask and hair fall. No, well, that's the co- very interesting because, um, uh, yeah, I'm kind of guilty of the mask knee as well. Like um, if there will be like days we're in, I am consistently out. And obviously that means I have to wear my mask. And whenever I have my mask on and it's, you know, um, you know, there will be times where in I'll get that. So it's very interesting that you said that, that a lot of people or a lot of your clients have had that. So what do you think, like, I mean, what do you think is like the most important thing that we need to look into? Because we never know how long we still need to wear a mask, right? What are the, the like tips that you wanted to share to those to either avoid getting mask knee or, you know, or heal, heal their mask knee, first yeah. of all, for those who have gotten it already. <laughs> yeah. So first and foremost, oh, the very, um, uh, the very first thing that we have to do is to check on our mask. There are certain materials that are very suitable for our, our face. Um, the result, um, we get mask knee because of the occlusion of our um, oil glands. So we get occluded here. Our oil glands get occluded and then we get our breakouts. So there are materials who doesn't, who, who that is not um, water, that is water resistant. So we can uh, use silk mask or cloth mask and then we can make patong that na lang dun sa surgical mask. Mm. So first we can look into those kinds of materials like the cloth mask. And also we have to frequently change our mask. So actually we have to change our mask like four to 
five hours, in four to five hours. Because uh-huh. our mask gets dirty talaga. Our mouth is very dirty. And also our oil glands here, we produce oil glands a lot around our mouth and also at the T-zone. So we have to frequently change our mask. For, so to, to summarize, we have to look into the material of our mask. We have to change our mask. Um, regularly, every day. And if hindi kaya every day, if hindi kaya every four to five hours, we should change our mask um, daily. And if you already have um, mask knee, um, before, if you have ma- mask knee around here, um, you should put um, topical antibiotics or any kind of retino- retinoids or any other keratolytics or products that can help um, dry out your pimples. And you should also um, rest your face from the mask. So if you can, if you're driving or if you're just in the house, uh, remove your mask and rest your skin. You know what? I had so many takeaways from that. Especially yung four to five hours na time frame. Yeah. Ideally, dapat nagpapalit tayo ng mask. So yeah, I, yeah. Love that. I love that. Um, how about the hair fall because I know that a lot, especially women out there, um, this had been a challenge because um, you also said that especially for those who survived COVID, they notice an increase in hair fall. So what is your advice on this? I know we need a 360 degree or a holistic approach to this. So can you walk us through how we can, you know, um, combat or maybe deal with it? Okay, so actually, we see hair fall cases um, in any other kinds of diseases, not just like in not not just in COVID. So we see hair fall after pregnancy or after we had um, a high fever. So we know that the manifest one of the manifestations of COVID is high fever, and that we're al- always coughing. So our physiologic um, balance is really impaired. So one manifestation is really hairfall. So, but when once we get out of the situation or out of COVID, we can see that after three months, normal hair growth will follow already. So we just have to advise our patients that after COVID, in three to five months, we could see normal hair growth already. But sometimes, um the stress-related uh, concerns of the patients affect them. So the uh, disease progression or the disease duration prolongs. So we really just have to advise them and to really um, appease their minds that it will, also, it will come back naturally and um, uh, naturally. It will grow back naturally. Yeah, I, I am, uh, I'm so grateful that you shared about that. Now, speaking of naturally, let's just switch gears a bit about skin health again, because I know this is your expertise. And there had been a ton of new and evolving science about, you know, products that promises, um, you know, looking after our skin. Um, uh, I realize that it also depends on the skin type. So what is your advice, Doc, about how a certain person can find the, the appropriate product that can work for their skin? Okay, so thank you for that question. So first, we have to know, what is your skin type? So we have four different kinds of skin type. So we have the normal skin type. Um, uh, the normal skin type doesn't have any visible pores or any visible blemishes. And that your skin is 
uh, has good hydration and is moisturized. Next is we have the oily skin type wherein uh, you feel sticky and shiny all throughout the day. So that speaks for it. <laughs> It's, if you have oily skin, so that's what you feel. And also, uh, next one is the third. The third one is dry skin. Mm -hmm. So your skin usually looks rough and dry. So the texture of a dry skin is you can also feel it that it's you have um skin that you can feel the extra skin that's elevated. So with that, it means that the moisture level and the hydration level is not good or low, very low. Next is the sensitive skin. So if you have sensitive skin, so usually it stings and burns and produces redness once you apply certain products to your skin. For example, you tried out a new makeup or you tried out a new um, a toner or any beauty product and then you got a redness and stinging sensation. So when you got that, it means that you have a sensitive skin. So I think uh, first and foremost, that's what you need to know. What is your skin type? So we have four. And then, um, so in choosing the right product, next is, so once you've ident identified your skin type, uh, know what your skin concern is. So do you have um, hyperpigmentations? Do you have um, pimples? Is your skin dry? So in that way, uh, once you know your skin problem, we can also incorporate that in the product in the product that we're looking for. So for example, if you have um, oily skin and you also have pimples, so we can use product that has retinoids or salicylic acids, which are very, very um, appropriate for oily and acne-prone skin. So those are just the examples. So the first one talaga is to really get to know your skin first, your skin type. I, uh, yeah, I, I think those are really important things to be mindful of. So, Doc, my, my, my question to you then is, so let's say, you know, you know those tips now. Um, how do you think are, you know, the other, how, how else can we take care of our skin besides those? Like, are there any other um, maybe service or activities we need to do besides the products that we're applying on the skin for us to have that healthy, glowing skin that a lot of us are really aiming for, right? So, of course, there are certain um, procedures that we can do for you and offer for you. So, it also depends on your skin type. So, as I mentioned earlier, if you have oily skin and acne-prone skin, we could do acne surgery for you and peeling. Now, if you have um, dry skin or uh, just normal type of skin, um, we have um, services in the clinic that also do... Um, hyaluronic acid that injects hyaluronic acid intradermally into your skin, which also improves the hydration and the moisturization of the face. So it really depends on your skin type. And I cannot stress enough that people have to see their dermatologist in order to properly assess them. And we could, so we could um, properly treat them and offer the proper services for them. Awesome. I'm just curious, like for, since you, I, I know you guys have been, um, you know, servicing your clients and what I think what I, uh, one of the things that I love about Aphrodite is that 
they're very into the nitty gritty talaga of getting to know their clients. And because there's no one size fits all approach to derma services, right? So I like that you guys are really into making sure that you study the, you know, the, the, you know, the, 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 the skin of, of the client before you can give appropriate um, service to them. And on top of that, um, uh, I, I also like that, you know, since people have different healing journey uh, with their skin problems, that, um, you know, you're really like making sure that uh, the clinic is following up. So for our audience, for the viewers and listeners out there, if you're curious, I'm sure you've probably seen the link on this show to check out um, Aphrodite's clinic. But I, I wanted to also share with you guys by asking uh, this question to Dr. Athena, because this had been probably um, one of the most common things that people are confused about. Why do you think we need to use sun, 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 sunscreen? And, you know, and, 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 and how often do we apply that? Do we like apply that daily or like twice a day? What's, you know, what's the story there though for that? Um, okay. So I, hello. Okay, so sunscreen, sunscreens are very, very important for us. Actually, a lot of people or a lot of girls miss this step and they only rely on the SPF on their makeup or on their foundation. But we really have to apply sunscreen on top of our makeups or, or when we do, if we don't apply makeup, we really have to incorporate it into our daily routine. Because first one, number one, uh, the sun contributes 90% of our skin to our skin aging. So because of the sun, we can get fine lines, wrinkles, sunspots, and the like. So 90% is by the sun, contributed by the sun. So if we put sunscreen, so we can all uh, prevent that. And then second, of course, is the skin cancer. So skin cancer, uh, the BCC and the melanoma and also the other stuff, or the just the skin, skin cancer in general, is also um, contributed by the sun. So sunscreen really protects our skin. The, the nat- it's an um, anti-aging um, product. And also it also helps us combat uh, skin cancer. Now, there are certain formulations of, of sunscreens that are available in the market that is suitable also for you because sun, um, other people, they um, complain of the white cast or the heavy feeling that they feel when they apply sunscreen. So that one contributes to the non-compliance or the ayaw na nila mag-apply because of that feeling. But little that they know that there are certain formulations available that can be applied to the skin uh, suitable for their, their face. For example, if you're oily, um, there are products that are lightweight, um, water-based, and gel type that can be applied uh, to your skin so it, it also has a mattifying effect so that is uh, very good for your skin now if you have um, dry skin we also have um, tinted and mineral moisturizers uh, mineral uh, based 
uh, sunscreen that you could also use. So it is um, the products in the market are very vast. So we could really check them out and talagang buy them and incorporate them into our daily routine. And for the uh, proper application, so before 30 minutes before you go out of the sun, you should apply na actually this one too. This is the amount that you need to apply. So like two finger breaths, ito, itong whole stretch na to, this should be filled and then this one. This is the proper amount that you should put on your face. So 30 minutes before you go out, you should apply that the whole face, and don't forget the neck because the neck is part of your face. We always forget the neck. And then, and the proper application should be, ideally, it should be every two hours. But, of course, you can't do that. Basta, ako, ako na lang, sana, before ka na lang lumabas ng house, you've already applied a proper the proper sunscreen and up to the neck. Also, your hands, don't forget your hands when you're driving because um, the sun penetrates the windows. So even if you're driving or even when you're inside the office or in your houses, the sun penetrates the glass windows. So all the time you need to apply talaga your sunscreen. Oh my, that, that you know, the last part there really um, shocked me to be, to be honest because I don't put suns, uh, sunscreen on my hands. So probably best for those who are looking for ways to slow down the, the, the skin aging on their hands, right? Yeah. But I also like that you said about the neck because there's this notion that, you know, that people don't <laughs> to do that. And I think that's a misconception. Yes. We need that. Yes. <laughs> that because uh the neck is really the neglected part of our body so we don't put any products here but it's really connected to our face so we should apply products also here so if you're applying moisturizers it should extend down to our necks and even um sunscreen and also don't forget the hands yes that's true i love those tips so just one last question about that bit because some people feel like the more expensive the products, the better, right? So yeah. what's your two cents on that though? Um, so actually, um, a lot of, uh, actually, I was also guilty of that before. So I tend to um, purchase products that are more expensive, thinking that it would work better on me, on my skin. But actually, um, that is not necessary. So actually, when you're purchasing a product, uh, what you need to remember or what you need to what you need to consider are the active ingredients are the active ingredients right for you or are you targeting is it targeting your um, skin concerns like um, for example I, I don't want to name a certain product but uh, is this product worth a thousand pesos really targeting your skin concern does it have the active ingredient that uh that you're looking for so for example uh if you have an acne prone skin or if you have oily does it have salicylic acid does it have retinols or um etc so for me it's not the brand but the active ingredient that you should be looking out for Love those, Doc. Thanks for clarifying that. And also, I am wondering, for the benefit of our viewers and our listeners, um, uh, what kind of services do you think would be a high priority if the person is, uh, you know, 
let's break it down uh, per skin type. Uh, what's the number one? Obviously, there are a ton of services that you have to do, right? But like the high priority if you're oily, the high priority service if you are um, acne prone and, you know, and things like that. Um, for example, if you're acne prone, so we have um, a lot of procedures available and not everyone is suited naman to have a procedure done first. So sometimes if you're acne prone and if you have a lot of pimples on your face, sometimes we um, ask the patients to take in medications first or oral antibiotics or to apply um, antibiotics and the proper skin care first before we do certain procedures. Because if the skin is very inflamed and irritated by a lot of the those pimples, uh, it could be mas makakasama pa the procedure. So it's better that the skin is um, calmed down first or not yet, not, hindi not as angry or not as visible na yung pimples or meaning it has died down a little before we do certain procedures. So first we can do for the acne-prone skin, we can do medical medical procedures first. Like we could we ask the patient to apply certain topical antibiotics or take an oral antibiotics. And then after which we can do the procedural, the manual extraction of the pimples, or even steroid um, injection on the face. And then after that, when the, the pimples has dried out already and it's flat, uh, we, could do, we could address the hyperpigmentation or the acne marks. So it's a step-by-step uh, thing. So para mas maganda yung uh, results for the patient, it's not an overnight or even weeks duration you really have to be patient with it so that's my um take for the uh acne prone skin for people now or for patients that come to my clinic i really tell them to be patient and that it's a really a stage stage procedures that we will do what how about for the the oily skin i feel like more people are you know um are 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 on, on that category is that safe to say yeah, yeah so yeah what do you think is like the the most um uh, high priority service that you would normally recommend sa clinic nyo? so so for the oily skin so of course i i will prescribe certain i will correct the regimen of the patient first because sometimes uh it's the topical products that of the patients that making them more oily. So I need to address those first and I need to check one by one, one by one, if the patient is really applying the proper skin regimen. So once corrected, I could I could then um, do other procedures for the patients, like um, chemical peeling, salicylic acid is very, very good uh, peeling for oily skin patient because um, salicylic acid is a peel that is fat soluble. It means that it um, solubilizes or dissolves fat or oil in our skin. So it goes down to the pores, the salicylic acid, and it uh, just melts the fat. So we can do that monthly. And then, of course, when we target the oil in the skin, our pimples would also subside. So it goes out. It goes. It, it will turn out well right. if we do that. And out of curiosity, doc, like so Aphrodite Clinic, what is uh, the most common service 
that uh, you guys are, are currently doing there? Like the most uh, popular ones? Uh, the most po- uh, Actually, I get uh, inquiries most of the time for the hair. So plasma, rich plasma. So they really want uh, to have their hair done kasi madaming nagtitin yung hair. And I also get in, uh, inquiries regarding acne. So... It, it could all be due to the COVID. And also the acne, I also get increased regarding um, subsession and fillers because of the acne scars. So when you get um, severe acne before, and then when all of it has subsided, um, the texture of the skin is not really great anymore. So may mga craters na, and the texture is may mga bumps na. So I get um, increased regarding that. So I think those three. So hair, a uh, PRP, hair PRP for hair growth, and then I get increase regarding acne for acne surgery and for acne scars, the one with the um, atrophic scars. I also get um increase for aesthetic procedures like for wrinkles and threads. So some people they want a V shape face so and also uh, wrinkles so they want to target their wrinkles so we also do procedures like botox fillers and threads in the clinic that's my i think that's the most common uh thing i most common procedure that they're requesting the korean v oh, yeah. the korean v-shape right i, I yeah. think a lot of people are interested on that I'm more keen towards what you said about the top two there, which is about the hair fall and as well as for um, the acne um, scars, right? So can you um, help us by just, um, you know, giving us a quick overview, a short description of what is it like in terms of the appointment? So let's say someone's watching this and someone's listening to this and are interested to do either one of those, the hair fall, um, service as well as for the um, the, the the acne, right? Um, so, w- what is it like in terms of the visits? So, in terms of the visit, first they really have to make an appointment through our Facebook um, Facebook page because we can't really um, we don't accommodate the ones that are walk ins. So, they really have to make an appointment through our Facebook or they can call us in our hotline number. So, once they have a confirmed booking, we will allot uh, time for them because for uh, hair PRP, it really takes a long time, like maximum of two hours. So, it has really has to be booked uh, prior to the procedure. And we also have to inform the patients of the, the, that they really have to stay in the clinic. Baka magulat sila na matagal pala yung procedure. So uh, first they have to book on the Facebook page. And then once confirmed, we will call them and they will just come in. Uh, for people who need to take out their mask in the clinic, we actually need an antigen uh, swab test from them. So for their safety and also for the safety of the doctors there. I'm wondering, so how does that work for the um, consultation? Um, is there a possibility that they can do teleconsultation as well? Or it depends sa condition ng skin nila? Yes, actually, uh, a lot of patients opt to do teleconsultation na lang. And then, they act, oh, because I get 
patients from outside of Metro Manila from the provinces. And there and then um they find teleconsultation very convenient for them. However, there are limitations of for teleconsultations because sometimes I really want to see the, the entirety of the skin, the whole body. And sometimes their camera resolution is not that good. So there's limitation. But uh, teleconsultation really works, especially in dermatology. So um, especially for patients who can't come in the clinic or they're far or they're very anxious of the pandemic situation. So we also offer teleconsultation in our clinic. And we send um, the link, Zoom link, and then we meet via Zoom and in the laptop. Awesome. Now, my I think uh, my final two questions to you, Dr. Athena. So obviously, um, Aphrodite is one of the best, um, you know, derma clinics in Metro Manila. So in your, yeah, I mean, like, why do you think people should um, book to you guys? Okay, so Aphrodite Clinic is composed of uh, board certified physicians who can offer a holistic approach to patients. Um, They're not only being treated uh, by a board certified dermatologist, we also have an ENT on board, a surgeon on board, a general physician on board who can really help them with any needs. So it's a one, it's a one-stop shop for our patients. We could take our laboratory there, and then the the results will be given to the patients after a few days. So it's really really convenient for them. So the service and the convenience, and also the the doctors are there to really help the patients. It's a team. It's a holistic approach for them. Love it. Love it. Doc, when can people book uh, a consultation with you, uh, either online as teleconsult or in the clinic itself? Um, actually, they can just inquire in our Facebook page regarding the schedule. So uh, we don't really allow... Uh, um, we, there's a maximum booking per day, so we really space out the patients uh, para hindi sila sabay-sabay, hindi sila magkikita in the time slot. So in order to do that, we really have to book sa Facebook page and look there on our calendar and for the time slot that they want. So they just have to inquire. So anytime they can book and they can inquire, and then the Facebook page is open naman 24 hours. And also my page is also available for any questions regarding page if they have questions. All righty. Nice. So for our viewers and listeners, check out the links in the show notes so that you guys can um, click on, you know, uh, available time slots there. But Dr. Athena, thank you so much for all the, the tips. I had so many takeaways. And I enjoy this. So yeah, to our viewers, always remember to look after your health because wellness is possible. Until our next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. Stay strong, stay healthy. And please share this episode to your loved ones and friends. And check the links in the show notes or description of this episode. 
Remember, wellness is possible. Wellnessable. Thank you for listening. Stay strong, stay healthy, and please share this episode to your loved ones and friends. And check the links in the show notes or description of this episode. Remember, wellness is possible. Wellnessable. Thank you.